The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you that hunger now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you that weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you and revile you, and cast out your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. For so their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you that are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you that are full now, for you shall hunger. Woe to you that laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. The Gospel of the Lord. So as we've been seeing this week, the uh, chapter 6 of Luke's Gospel is particular to uh, the signs of the restoration of God's people, beginning with, as we saw, the sign of the restoration of the withered right hand. Then we saw that the Lord was now uh, going to show how he was going to do that. So he's gone onto the mountain to give all this teaching in terms of how he will restore his people. He's done it by signs of love, where he has then healed. Uh, every disease that comes to him. He has cast out demons. He's relieved his people of any affliction that they have, those who have come to gather around him. We've seen also that he restores them uh, through simply being able to touch him. They all want to reach out and touch the presence of Jesus Christ, as we saw yesterday, and be healed. And so he is going to restore his people through his love, through his presence, but also here through his teaching and his word. So after his presence, has begun uh, to heal the people around him, he now also wants to instruct them because he wants to not only heal us in our body uh, and also in our hearts, but also in our minds. He wants us to think rightly. He wants us to be filled with the truth. And so what the Lord does now after all of these miracles of healing is that he gives the, uh, what they call the kind of content, if you will, of divine life, even in this life. How we are called to live as God lives even in this life, so that we might inherit the next. And this is essentially what the Beatitudes are. So in Matthew's account, we have a list, uh, a longer list of the Beatitudes. But in Luke's account, there's shorter, there's four of them. Uh, but in these four is contained basically the full summary of the teaching anyway. And so what the Lord says here to his disciples, he says, uh, blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. But it says in that first line, he lifted up his eyes on his disciples. He looked up upon them. And one of the church fathers points out, he says, note the humility of Christ. He looks up at his disciples. In a certain sense, it shows in a way in which how he has humbled himself to be in our presence. And he continually does that. We see in the Eucharist, it is this continual humiliation, if you will, of Christ. A humiliation which he wills upon himself, a humbling of himself, in order that he might teach us. By his example of humility, we learn humility. St. Francis of Assisi, he attributed humility 
to Christ. He says that is the Lord's grace. That is the Lord's virtue. We can only receive it from him because he is the one who shows us perfect humility. God who humbles himself to be present in our midst. And then also he continually does that where he then continually humbles himself in his presence in the blessed sacrament. And so Jesus lifting up his eyes on his disciples, this wonderful humble savior who is teaching by his own example. He asks nothing of his disciples that he has not done himself. Blessed are you poor, says the one who has again stripped himself of all of his glory, all of his riches, and come and humbled himself to be present among us. Blessed are you that hunger now, says the one whose hunger for love of us has driven him in a certain sense out of heaven to come searching for us. Blessed are you who mourn, coming from the one who is now said to be from Scripture, the man of sorrows and acquainted with infirmity, the one who weeps over sin, the one who weeps over Jerusalem when she will not respond to him, the one who weeps at the death of his friend Lazarus. Again, he is pointing out that he is looking for those who are like himself. Blessed are you when men hate you and when they exclude you and when they revile you and when they cast out your name as evil, says the one who is going to go to his passion and death and will live this in the most painful and profound way. And yet this is the mystery, right? He is inviting his disciples at this moment through the Beatitudes into his life, the way in which he lives. If you want to be like me, this is how we live like Christ, through the mystery of the Beatitudes. They are that constant call to us to conversion from what is earthly to what is heavenly. It's got a constant call from our conversion to desire what is of God and not is not what is of earth. As it says in the first reading for today, it says, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Amen.